Hey, 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 you guys. I have a special episode for you today. I had the opportunity last week to sit down with one of my former one-on-one clients, Julie, to chat about our four-month one-on-one mentorship together. Julie had the most incredible transformation over the four-ish months that we worked together. I think technically it was like five months that we ended up working together and I knew that I wanted to get her on the podcast to just talk about the transformation that happened and everything that we had worked on because it really was all-encompassing and I know you guys are going to relate to so much of what Julie shares in this episode. Just to give you a little bit of a background, Julie is a corporate mama. She has a full-time career in corporate America. She is a leader within her business. She also has a network marketing business and the beginning of this year she created a planner business that we will dive a little bit more into within the episode. So Sit back and relax as you get to listen to Julie talk about her experience within my one-on-one mentorship. Hey guys, I'm so excited to have my friend and former client here with me, Julie. Julie, say hi. Hi, everyone. And Julie was a one-on-one client of mine. She did a four-month one-on-one mentorship with me. So today we're just going to sit and chat about her experience in the one-on-one. And we're going to start out with just, Julie, where were you? Where were you four and a half, five-ish months ago? So five-ish months ago for me was, what, March, April of twenty twenty. One. I mean, what year is it today? Um, <laughs> and for me, I was really struggling day to day on the someday mindset. Like someday I'm going to get around to this. Someday I'm going to get around to that. And constantly feeling like I was on the go, that I had kind of that busyness mentality, right? If I wasn't busy, I was worthless. So, and that kind of, right, a lot of my day to day struggle or anxiety was that feeling of not enough. So apparently we're going deep in the first sentence, but that's really kind of where I was five months ago. Um, And then I was at the time, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but I was toying with this idea of kind of a side hustle that had thought was was kind of in the mode of thinking about that as well. So, yes, I remember that you had a lot on your plate as we all do, right? So if uh, you guys are not familiar with Julie, she is a corporate mama. So she has a full-time job in the corporate world and she is an incredible leader within her company. And on top of that, she also is involved in network marketing and she has a daughter who is a toddler. And she also was, like she said, uh, starting this side business. So I know we'll talk about that a little bit more. So she had a lot on her plate and she really was from my, from my point of view, it was like you, you wanted like that next level, but there was just so much going on and you were really, um, struggling with kind of balancing it all. And then also, allowing yourself to rest, right? Like we do this as very driven female 
career women or driven female entrepreneurs is it was go, 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 go. And there was absolutely, absolutely. no rest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm still working on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so what caught your eye about the one-on-one mentorship? What kind of intrigued you about it? Because we went back and forth on it for a few months before you finally decided I would say to almost, the I think like almost six months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More than a few months. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, what really like, so like Lauren said, I, or like you said, I was debating on it for a good six months and I would go back and forth and I was talking to my best friend about it constantly. And what actually made me make the decision was a conversation you had with Lauren Ricks and yourself and her feedback and her conversations. And just, I felt really connected to her experience. And eventually I was just like, why not? Why, you know, what, I've, I've been feeling stuck for over a year from an anxiety perspective and just kind of went with my gut and knew that you know, it would be worth it regardless of if it was re- related to the business or just my personal struggles and, and mindset work. So. I love that. And so yeah. what the conversation that Julie is referring to is a podcast episode, actually, that you guys can go find. Uh, I did a podcast episode with another former one-on-one client. And so we had done an episode kind of like this, where we were just talking about her experience within the one-on-one mentorship. And so Julie had listened to that and was like, that's me. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) So what were you, what were your hesitations? Because I know there was fear. (laughs) Uh, I think the major fear was financial. We worked through a lot of money mindset stuff in the last five months, but I was always in the point of, I, that's just a lot of money to invest in yourself. That's a lot of money to, that I could be using to pay down my student loans or to do other things with, and and we were saving for a European vacation. So there was, you know, it could go towards Europe. So for my major hesitation wasn't necessarily that, you know, I wanted to do the work. I knew that I had talked to you individually before. I knew that we connected. It was, what is it worth to me? And I think in the end, I ended up going with my gut, knowing that it's more than just a financial outcome. I mean, you've talked about it and and we worked on it too. It's, it's the, you need to invest in yourself to grow. And that I certainly got through this experience. And you know, that is a big fear and hesitation for most of the women, not most, every single one of them that has signed up and done a one-on-one with me. There is that, you know, it is a big financial investment for a lot of women. And That actually, though, I think is what's so special is when we invest in that way, it forces us to show up, right? Like I've talked about this before when I invested with my one-on-one mentor, it was so scary, but it was like, I needed that big of an investment in order to get me to show up and really do the work and hold me accountable. That was an amount of money where I was like, this, 
I cannot waste this. Like I have to make the most of this opportunity. And the cool thing is with most of my clients, we do a lot of money mindset work. So we are talking about, you know, the benefits of investing in yourself. And we work through a lot of the money beliefs that would hold you back initially from making an investment like this. So it's like, once you take the leap, then we get to work through all of those things. Uh, but that is so, so, so common. I ask every single one-on-one, one of my one-on-one clients on the very first call or right after they sign up, how they feel. And they're like, I'm, I'm yep. scared. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm scared, but I'm I definitely ready. remember that now that you say that. <laughs> So once you invested and we got started, what was your experience over the four months? What do you feel like was the things that really stuck out to you the most that we worked on together and and the transformations that you experienced? One of my favorite parts of the experience is kind of a funny thing. And that's the homework. (laughs) I, you know, I like school and I loved you know, getting, go, talking through something with you in a call and then getting the homework and actually holding myself accountable that like, Hey, I have a call with you in two weeks. I got to get my stuff together and make sure that I do my homework before the next call. And, you know, for, certainly life happens and sometimes that didn't happen, but I, I really love that we got to, you know, we talked through something on a call and then I would get to dive deeper in it through journaling or even action items. I mean, if we get, you know, we can, I'm sure we can get to it, but there was a lot of like tactical action items of things that I kept saying that I wanted for myself and then never took the action on. And that was one of the impetus of hiring you was I wanted to be able to have somebody hold me accountable to the future me. Right. And you talk about that a lot, but I, there was things that I would someday, someday I'll do this, someday I'll do that. And you just put it on my homework. So then someday was now. So that was one of my favorite parts and, and something certainly I even want to continue to like use that practice in some way or another. And looking back on and kind of looking through my notes and stuff, as much as I am not a journaler and I'm not a person who naturally goes that way, there was some really helpful practices through the last five months of writing down what is the vision for myself? What do I really want and getting specific and even working through like one of the things I, that really stuck out with me was in the very beginning, again, I had, was significantly struggling with not feeling like I was good enough. But as you said, right, I'm super successful in my career. I'm super happy at home. We have a great family, blah, blah, blah. And so you had me wrote, uh, write down that I do homework on bragging for myself. And it, it was brag about your career, brag about your, again, network marketing business, brag about your planner business. And it's, it made me uncomfortable. We talked through that, but just doing that work and saying, um, I can't want to swear, but I, you know, <laughs> like, holy crap, like, okay maybe you're right, you know, and, and making myself look through that, that journaling and that homework was super helpful too. Yeah. So the way the one-on-one is set up is we have bi-weekly calls on zoom 
where we chat through things. And then after that call, I send you homework. And so a lot of it is based off of notes that I've taken on the call. So that is what Julie's talking about when she's talking about homework. And it is a combination of action items. So if you've been talking about doing something, I put that on the homework. Okay. By, by our next call, you have two weeks. I want this done. And then there's a lot of journaling and reflection. And I remember uh, one of the very first things that we did was that bragging exercise, because that is something that is so common. I think I have almost every single one of my clients do that because us as women, we don't give ourselves enough credit, right? Like, especially when we're very driven, it's very easy to just look past everything that we've done. And it's always on to the next thing, on the next thing, on the next thing, on the next thing. But it's really important that we understand where we've come from, right? And that we we look at just everything we've done and we feel gratitude for how far we've come and the incredible things that we're doing. And that's always an eye-opening experience for my clients is doing that is looking at, wow, like, look at all I've accomplished. You're allowed to be like, wow, I've done a lot. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, and I think a lot of times we downplay what we do because we're told we have to be humble. And if we talk about our accomplishments, that's not humble and, and all of those things, but it's really important that we acknowledge, you know, just how much we've accomplished because otherwise we're in this constant rat race of I've got to do more. 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 And it's never enough, right? Like if we don't, if we don't sit back and feel grateful for everything we've done, then no matter what we do, it's never going to feel like enough. Uh, and then the other thing I remember that we did right away at the very beginning is we set up your planner business as a business. And I remember saying, I want you to make it an LLC it should have its own bank account. Like we set up an Etsy shop. And I remember at the beginning you were like, but why? And I was like, because it's a business and <laughs> we need to treat it like a business yep. if it's going to be a business. And so that was something really cool to look back on. Like we actually created your business over that four months. Yeah. I, um, I, that was one of the things that I wrote down from our reflection perspective too, is it, it you know, before we started talking, I had started creating custom planners just through a few friends. And, and I kept telling you, I'm just going to follow it until it stops and it'll probably stop really soon. And whatever, like, I'm just, you know, following on a whim. And you're like, no, like you light up when you're talking about this, it's time to treat it like a business. And I really, it changed my mindset of like, okay, I can do this. And it's been really, I mean, everyone I talk to says this too, but it's been really fun to kind of lean in. And I already have like so many plans for next year. So I'm, yeah, I, I would agree that treating it like a business was a huge mindset shift for me. That's awesome. I'm so excited to see where it goes. Okay. So the other thing I think we worked on quite a bit, well, we did work on quite a bit of money mindset work, but we also worked on this idea of it's okay to rest. Right. And so I remember on our very first call, I think it was our very first call. You told me about the weekend yeah. wish list. And I was like, wait a second, what is the weekend wish list? You're like, well, it's the list. It's like my to-do list of all the things that I want to accomplish on the weekend. And so we eliminated 
the we didn't eliminate the weekend wish list, but the weekend wish list was <laughs> way too long. And so we really focused on trimming down the weekend wish list to like two things and really started talking about incorporating you just doing more things that you enjoy doing. Not that you didn't enjoy doing some of those things, but just really spending more time relaxing and resting. And I know you love laying in your hammock and, you know, spending time with your daughter. And so why don't you talk about the weekend wish list? (laughs) This one certainly ebbs and flows, but yeah, I am a person who, you know, again, working full time, you don't have a lot of time on the weekdays to work on your side hustle or work on the house things or Uh, I also was refinishing furniture on and off. So my weekend wish list would be 20 items long. And I had, I would put pressure on myself to try to get as much done as possible because that's just my brain, right? It's just achiever brain. And what I've worked on over the last five months and continue to work on, I certainly have my weekends, but is taking the pressure off of it more than anything, allowing myself saying to myself, it's okay if all I want to do is spend time with Danny or it's okay if we just, uh, bum is not really a word with me, but like, you know, just go to the fall festival and that's all we do today. And I've, I've really been continuing to work on the money or the mindset to around what we call Sunday scaries. And I know that's kind of a common term of Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I have to go to work on Monday. I have all these things. And so setting my days a little bit where so you told me to schedule in rest and or something fun, right? Like make sure each day you have something that's for you that brings you joy. And that has really stuck with me. And my husband was so used to me having such a long weekend to-do list that when I started doing that, he actually was like, well, don't you want to do X, Y, and Z? And don't, don't, where's your list? And what do you need to get done? And, and he even was like questioning, like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> so I certainly still make it because that's who I am, but there's less pressure. There's less anxiety around. If I don't get it done, I don't get it done. And there's always more time. So. And, you know, it's really just living into the moments that are the moments that we all talk about wanting more of, right? Like we want more time with our kids and we want, we want to do like those special things with them. And so often we just keep saying like, oh, I'll do it next weekend. I'll do it next weekend. I'll, I'll do it next weekend or oh, we'll do it next year. And, and we just keep pushing these things off into the future. So it was more so bringing those into the present and saying, no, we, we do these now because we want to, because this is the bad, these are the best parts of our life, right? Like when we look back, these are going to be the moments we remember. It's not going to necessarily be like, I know you're super into DIY, like not necessarily going to be like, I painted the, I painted the light fixture. We changed that out. Like, yeah, those are things we want to do, but at the end, you know, we're going to look back and we're going to remember all of these memories. And so it's important to make those a priority. And sometimes we have a hard time doing that because we're like, well, that's not like accomplishing something, right? Like that's not like getting something done, but it's more so just being, it's more so just being present in the moment and really learning to like soak up those moments and enjoy those moments and, and be grateful for those moments. So I know that was something that we worked on quite a bit. Well, and more holistically, even 
it you that mindset allowed that we worked on allowed me to even look at my work week and I have started to create more boundaries around just my life from a work week perspective too I'm no longer you know I, my work has been insanely busy my corporate job has been insanely busy and I'm no longer allowing myself to let it take over my life right I'm I'm extremely devoted as an employee in case anyone listens, but, <laughs> but you know, like I'm, I'm not going to work 12 hour days every day because ultimately the work will always be there. There will always be more. And like you said, using that mindset of just in not just the weekend, but the work weeks too. Now I still have to work on not filling it then with my side hustle. But again, there's less anxiety around it because you've just taught me that it's okay to take a night off. It's okay to put boundaries on yourself because that's the vision of what you want. Your vision is X, start living to that now. And we did a lot of work around your career. We did. We did a lot of work with boundaries. We did a lot of work with visioning of what you desired your career to be. We did a lot of work with you seeing yourself as a leader within your company and how do I show up as a leader? And so there was a lot, we really focused on that area as well. Yeah. And again, it was, it gives me the confidence now and and to a fault with my boss and being like, I'm valued and I know it. And, but I will have boundaries and I'm not, I don't owe my life to any aspect besides what I need it to. Well, and that's something that we struggle with as women is creating boundaries and holding, holding our boundaries and expressing our value. That's something that men don't typically struggle with. Like, you know, that's why women are paid less than men. Typically it's because men will ask for what they want and they will say like, this is what I'm worth. This is what I desire. And as women, we don't necessarily do those things. So we worked quite a bit on that. Was there anything else that really stuck out with you over the four months, I feel like we covered quite a bit of it. I know we also worked on, you know, health and fitness and we worked on body image. Looking back, we really covered pretty much every area of life. If I think about it. Yeah. Um, I think we'd be remiss without going a little bit more. So the money mindset for me, you know, when you say money mindset, I think of like journaling or I think of, you know, just a different avenue than how it really tech translated for me and our work how it translated for me was you working with me to give myself the freedom to invest in things that I had been talking about the someday so Mm -hmm. I wrote down a list but I mean it's kind of crazy the amount of changes we made in the last five months from you know we hired a house cleaner I found a babysitter we now have monthly date nights I hired a stylist or a whatever fashion consult. Um, and I'm actually getting my first clothing box, you know, like the mailbox, whatever mm-hmm. this, this month too. And that's something I would have never allowed myself to do because of the $20 filing fee. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> like if that's how you want to shop now, because I don't want to go spend my weekend shopping, then do it. And, and so my, um, there's been a lot of mindset work around overflow and living and, and kind of, I'm not where we are not where we were financially five years ago. And I need to get out of the lack mindset 
and really get to a point where, and I am at a point where I'm like, okay, I mean, even this, I haven't talked to you, but even this week, my car broke down, our air conditioner broke. And there was one other big financial thing that happened all in the span of this week where it's thousands of dollars. And I'm like, previous to six months ago, that would have caused me significant anxiety, regardless of our bank account, right? That Mm -hmm. situation hasn't changed. But now I'm like, oh, well, like, we'll just take care of it, move on, the money will be there. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted, I know we briefly talked about the money mindset thing, but I think that, you know, looking back, I didn't, I don't know if I was conscious of how much we worked on that, but we really did work on it a lot in so many different ways. Yeah. I remember, you know, one of the ways we really worked on it was with you just feeling okay, spending any sort of money on yourself. Right. Like we talked a lot about like even just little things like buying a new wardrobe for work and investing in you. You were and I know you still are, but a saver. And it was like, well, I should be saving for this and I should be saving for this and I should be saving for this. And we have to pay off like we have student loans and we want to pay off this. And and you had all your charts and plans and (laughs) and that, you know, that's great. But it got to a point where it was like, but that money could go to this or that money could go to this. Or once this is done, like we have this. And it was, it was almost to a point where it was like, you weren't allowing yourself to live now. It was like, I'm pushing all this off now because there's always, there's something else. There's something else. There's something else. And the thing is, there's probably always going to be something else. Right. And so if we're constantly like, well, I can't do it until this is paid off or this is done or this is done, then we're, there's most likely always going to be something and we're never going to do it. So it was almost just getting you to see your financial situation differently of there is plenty coming in. We're already doing all of these things. It's okay to spend on things that I want and desire and not put more towards those things. Like we already have our set plan for that. I can take the overflow that's coming in and I don't have to put more towards that. I can actually use it for whatever I want. Well, and I grew up in a mindset of gotten me on this, but like it has to be on sale or it has to be a discount or like quality, not quantity over quality. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to shift the mindset, especially with clothing of quality, right. Of, you know, I, I remember texting you over the last five months, I bought a hundred dollar suit coat. And again, I, I work in a professional career. I actually do wear suit coats for work and I wouldn't have done that six months ago. And I've worn it a ton, right? It's already gotten its value, but it's just something that growing up that would have been a quote unquote waste, regardless of it fits in your financial situation or not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that. So. It's an investment <laughs> Thank in you. you for that mindset. <laughs> Our clothes can be, depending on, you know, what we're using them for, they can be an investment in us. And you are in a corporate environment where you're doing client meetings and it's important that you look put together. And so, yeah, investing in nice clothes is part of your career. And so we did work on that. I remember I challenged you to like go shopping at stores that gave you a little bit of anxiety (laughs) buying from just kind of upgrading those things a little bit. Yeah. For sure. So I can't think of anything else. So that was, that was my main thing. Yeah. And like I said, we worked on health and fitness too, and body image and those kinds of things, but that was something you were, you were already had been working on for a while. We just kind of intertwined with everything we had been talking about. So how did you feel like, how do you feel now? Like when you look back 
from where you started, because at the beginning, I send you a welcome packet and I have you basically write a letter to yourself of, well, you answer all these questions uh, and then you write a, a letter to the future version of yourself. And so at the end, I always have my clients go back and look. And with Julie, I thought it was really, really important because she did have such a, a huge transformation kind of from the beginning. So how did it feel going back and, and looking at that? Uh, when I looked at that homework or packet, the consistent theme, and I'm, I mean, obviously you've reread it too, but the consistent theme on that packet was me writing, I'm not enough, right? Or I don't feel like enough, or I don't feel like I'm worth it. And what, looking back and reflecting, it doesn't even feel like me anymore. And I don't really, I mean, clearly it was the homework, right? But I don't, mm -hmm. there's not one specific call or one specific journal, or it's really just the sum of all of the work and the consistency of the work that probably did it. And I'm also so much more confident in taking next steps of, right? We, <laughs> You gave me this homework in the beginning, but it took me five months to do it. But <laughs> being open about finding a therapist. And that was something that is very taboo. And, and I don't know anyone that does it. And, but I knew it was kind of my next step after you was I want to continue to process things verbally because that clearly is how I process. But that was, for me, it's the main theme of obviously making the tactical shifts on, and finally getting a cleaner in things that really have helped me in the last five months. But then <laughs> overall, my mindset of, I just, that doesn't feel like me anymore. I certainly am still a work in progress. Everyone is a work in progress, but I don't have the day-to-day -day anxiety of that busyness and I'm not enough and I have to do more and I'm failing and all that thought process. Oh, that is so special. That is so huge. And yes, the therapist, it was in you guys for the record. That was in the very first homework I had given her because we had been talking about it even prior to working together. And as we were nearing the end, I was like, we are not ending this without you getting that first, <laughs> getting this done. And she got it done. It came up to the last call, but you got it done. Yeah. Four months so, later. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened. It happened. So thank you so much, Julie, yeah. for hopping on with me. I appreciate it. It's always bittersweet when my sessions end with my one-on-one -on -one clients because we do so much work together. And I'm like, I'm sad. I'm sad to not be talking to you on at least an every other week basis. But uh, it's so cool to see the transformation. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Julie. Unfortunately, the interview cut out on the part where she got to talk about her business, PW Planners. So I just wanted to give you guys a quick overview of PW Planners and where you can find her. So you can find Julie on Instagram at pw.planners. Within her Instagram profile, there is a link to her Etsy shop where she has created various trackers for Beachbody, different Beachbody programs, and she has created a couple of undated planners that you can purchase and download. And then her primary business with PW Planners is creating custom 
planners for women. So if you are someone who feels like you have just not found the planner that is a perfect fit for you or you're a career woman or a business owner and you have, you know, a planner for your career or your business and then you have a planner for your kids activities and you have a planner for this and you're carrying around multiple planners, what she does is she has a consultation with you to get a better understanding of what you need within a planner and then she designs a custom planner for you and she creates the most incredible planners her clients rave about her planners so definitely go check out at pw.planners on instagram see what she's up to and go check out her etsy shop that is all that i have for you today i will talk to you at our next episode